Hello everyone and welcome to the second episode of season two. Often that's the chat. I'm your host, Linati, and I'm here with the co-host. Obvious. <laughs> with the co-host. <laughs> Who co-host we're babies. Mr. <laughs> the first leg, you know. <laughs> How are you, my good sir? <laughs> I'm alright, I'm alright. Um, welcome back to a new episode. We are back like, you know. Oh, hello. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> back like on call. We are back. <laughs> shout out, actually, shout out to Ubandile, who always, if we say we're back, she knows the drill. <laughs> like on call. Shout out to her. Special shout out. <laughs> we see you. <laughs> we see you. We see you. We see you. <laughs> oh man it's good it's good to be back again um it's good to be reporting again the first episode went so well and the response was quite good thank you to everyone who's been engaging with us you can still listen to that episode to catch up you can still do the most yeah yeah mm-hmm. website is set up on all our platforms um, you guys can check it out. Um, we talked about 2020. Look back at 2020. Uh, we talked about 2021. You know, you got a little bit personal, which, mm-hmm. which is always, which is always fun. Um, mm-hmm. so it was, it was, it was quite interesting. Um, I think it's probably gonna go down as one of my favorite episodes. You always say that. Why are all the episodes your favorite? I we have cut, we have cut. This one, this one was something mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. This one was something mm-hmm. else. I opened up, bro. I opened up in that episode. You know, I spoke. <laughs> you open your chest. <laughs> yeah, you, you dissected me in that episode. You know, you asked me about <laughs> forgiveness. Who does that? <laughs> I mean, it was on the actual thing on on the actual document we were working on. So. I had yeah. to do what needs to be done. You could have picked any question. There was like a gazillion questions there and you picked the one about forgiveness. So if you guys want to know what we're talking about, um, <laughs> you need to listen to that episode. It was it was rough. It was rough, but it was necessary. Like we said in the episode, you need to look back to look forward. So now that we have looked back, ladies and gentlemen, we can actually look forward, which is what we are doing on the second episode. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what are we talking about today? Serve me the we tea. We are <laughs> the tea. The tea, yeah. sis, is <laughs> the tea <laughs> is cancel culture. That is the tea. Mm-hmm. And we are going to be looking into the practicality of cancel culture does cancel culture actually work is it possible is it really possible to completely cancel someone and are we being realistic about it that's the tea Mm. hot tea hot tea this one hot tea this one i just the block is hot yeah the block is hot. cancel culture Yo, cancel culture has been part of our reality for the past few years now. And I think 2020 was cancel year. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Sadly, we didn't cancel Corona. 
But oh my goodness, yo, we're gonna cancel that thing so fast. No. <laughs> cancel that shit. So what if you <laughs> cancel, but it turns out Corona doesn't have a Twitter account. So yeah, how we wish. Yeah. How yeah. we wish. How we wish we could cancel Corona. But yeah, cancel cancel culture was it was a big thing. Um, the list of people, public figures um that are being cancelled keeps growing. Um, mm. every month at least somebody else gets cancelled somebody else's dirty laundry um, gets really revealed screenshots voice recordings mm. Yay, mm. Yay, yay, newspaper mm. clippings mm. you know and mm. yeah we we get we get exposed to something new every month like i say somebody gets cancelled and you know the internet go, goes crazy and mm. and and you know and everybody have, have their own opinion and you know yeah, so cancel culture is is part of our daily bread. Now it's our daily bread. Mm. People are getting cancelled. Bread and butter. Mm. <laughs> it's the bread and butter. <laughs> it is. Um, for those, for those, you are quite right. You are quite right. For those though who don't know what cancel culture is, I think it's worth actually, you know, defining cancel culture. And letting people in on, you know, not the official definition, but, you know, roughly what it is. So um, cancel culture basically describes um, how large groups of people, often on social media, um, target those who have committed some kind of moral violation. Um, Mm. And then those people are basically cast out of social spaces and professional spaces um, and... Yeah, and this culture is popular amongst young people, young mm-hmm. people with social media, um, oh. Twitter. Yes, Twitter. Twitter. Not, not selective to Twitter, not just exclusive there, but mostly on Twitter because it is the platform where people get to share their thoughts. So, yeah, that is cancel culture. And it is something that... It's 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 becoming quite popular. Yeah, if popular yeah. maybe popular is not the not the right word to use, but it is definitely becoming something that you know is is a, is like we said is the block is hot. It's a hot topic. The block is hot. It's widespread. It's a it's a it's a it's a new concept. I think it's a concept that is. I think can, cancel culture. I think canceling people or boycotting a certain um, brand or a certain individual um, <clears throat> has always been part of. It's not always been, but I suppose it's been here longer than we think. And I think um, social media just exacerbated what it means to boycott uh, a brand or a certain individual based on, you know, past behavior. Um, um, behavior that, of course, do not agree with, you know, in general. Yes. You know, the, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, definitely. But now the question with cancel culture. Um, well, one of the questions we are here mm-hmm. to ask today is how realistic is it to cancel someone? Mm-hmm. And in that, you know, is it practical to to cancel someone? And are you keeping the same energy in the streets as mm-hmm. you are behind closed doors? Mm-hmm. That's the tea. Mm-hmm. That's the tea. That is the T because you find that um, 
people obviously exert this this or these opinions and they exert this culture on social media platforms mm. right and social media has a mob mentality where um if a whole bunch of people agree with you obviously what you're saying gives off the impression that it might just be you know true yeah so but at the same time hmm I often like think about how do those people that push this narrative and this culture forward are they as loud privately with their cancels as they are publicly? Mm. Mm. That's a very good question. Because hmm, is... because the <laughs> okay, oh my me because <laughs> the the the. The, the crux of cancel culture, or if you could pick a word that would um, encompass cancel culture, is mm-hmm. accountability. Yeah. People seek to hold certain people accountable for certain things. To say, okay, this is what, you know, we know things to be. You have strayed in that way. And therefore, how can we make you accountable? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But at the same time, people make it look easy and i think that's where the question of are you as loud with your with your cancel as you are behind closed doors because people genuinely make it look easy people Mm -hmm. look make it look like people make it look like it's so easy to cancel you know even artists that you know people have been listening to since they grew up so i want to know what do you think is it is it that easy is it you know is it practical is it real yeah there's my take on this, right? Um, I agree with you when you say people would make it seem as though it's very easy. Um, it's the whole, it, it gets this, you get this strange feeling that it should be as easy as just pressing a cancel button and, you know, society moves on to what's next. You're like, oh, we did that, bye-bye, and we move on, you know? Mm. And, 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 and then it goes as far as, you know, you know, seeking, you know, punishment for the person's behavior if there is a need for it and you know mm. society goes as far as seeking that you know and we make it sound like oh, it's the right thing to do and we move on you know good enough that's you know but we yeah. realistically um i think the struggle comes in when a certain group of people um who um are in the forefront of canceling this and, and and this i think is is a bit more relevant when it comes to artists like you mentioned Mm -hmm. Um, the question would be is it possible to separate the artist's actions from the art itself because there is there is something the thing about art is it 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 resonates with people it's just the way that it is you know and you know to some people it becomes a sacred thing and and i always think about the fact that um a certain artist's song could be someone's wedding song um Mm. Certain arts, you know, a certain art, you know, people probably dance to our kids to weddings, you know, people have mm. memories, people have, you know, lives that have attached to certain works of art. And I'm not talking about um, uh, music only, I'm talking about movies, which, you know, mm. personal to me. Personally, mm, I would explain how that is, that is a personal thing to me as, as you know, as we go on. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah so how do you then so what you know are we then expected to 
cancel R. Kelly, and I'm gonna speak about R. Kelly because this is a case we all know. And and I need yeah. to say this that I am not I am not for what R. Kelly did. Um, I am not. Mm. Really, no one is truly. Yeah, no one is because what he did was first immoral, illegal. You know, we do not stand for that. But mm. now, do we then separate the demon from from the beauty that the demon brought us? And I need to say, I use the mm. word term beauty because I know this is a term that people, you know, would kill me for using, but you have to be honest. You know, you have to be honest yes. that some of these artists have created some of the greatest works of art in our lifetime, mm. you know. And so mm. if we look at what Archie did while he was creating the work, you know, and doing all these things, do we then cancel everything? Right? Do we cancel everything? Because the chat would be, the chat would be, oh, no, but if you keep listening to his music, you know, he's still making income. He's still, you know, you're still supporting his lifestyle. Mm. Right? You know, fair enough. Fair enough, you know. If I'm not buying R. Kelly, can I at least enjoy the R. Kelly I already have in my possession? You know, <laughs> that's you know, if, if it's a monetary thing, it's tricky. It's it, it tricky. Like it's it's, it's, it's tricky. sorry to cut you. It's it's very tricky because now you're talking about. I think the general assumption is that, or the general argument would be, oh, but are you going to prioritize? You know this small small thing which is music or which is art over you know the bulk thing or the Mm. bulk wrong thing that he did Mm. but then it also becomes slightly trickier when you mention it in the sense that you know some things have memories attached to them what are you going to do then exactly you know and i'm not saying yeah and i'm not saying it is you know we should not be expected to uh, you know, move away from, or you know, move away from this. Yeah, move away from from the art itself. I'm not saying that. If that's what's needed, mm. let's do that. But the problem comes in when the the world expects all of us to move on from these things as quickly mm. as the people who did not have, perhaps, mm, we did not have a, a very you know strong sentimental bond with these with these things. You know what I mean? Mm. You know, so mm. yeah, if it's needed, if it's needed for us to detach ourselves from these things, fine and well, you know, and I think yeah, if you sit, yeah, you sit with yourself and you do that old moral compass thing and you're like, yeah, you know what? Mm. Yeah, I believe I can fly. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, but. Mm. Uh, and you get, yes, you but, also yeah. get to a point where, we also get to a point where, I don't know if it happens to you, but for me, sometimes you get to a point where you can't, you can't function past even even with, within the art. Do you get what mm-hmm. I mean? You get to a point where, even though it's it's it it you might not necessarily agree with chucking the whole art and the artist, mm-hmm. or chucking the artist and wanting to keep the art. Sometimes it becomes even difficult to keep the art. Do you get what yes. I mean? Yes. But 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 I I I feel you when you say we are not realistic enough with the outgrowing of these things mm. because i think also people get people in in in, in social on, so, on social media platforms maybe in public spaces as well um get guilted for for we i feel like we even guilt ourselves yeah. for still for still listening to r kelly or you know for still you know still engaging with that art Mm. of having memories with that art or whatever so it's 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 tricky it's tricky it's tricky it's tricky and and with the whole with the whole um being expected to outgrow it fast enough for me 
it also it also links with it also links with social media you know enabling a, their own culture of egotistic activism mm. where people where people enjoy being the ones that you know know certain things and who who center themselves you know in in discourse and mm. now you get a situation where if you aren't learning as fast as those people put out whatever they know then you're either backwards or you aren't interested in learning or you're just you're not the goods mm. yeah so for me it's also it's also tricky in that sense because then are we not creating are we not isn't it counterproductive for us to create an environment of learning and expression, but also expecting our people to learn, everyone to learn at the same time? Are we not then policing expression? Are we not policing growth mm. in the context? Do you mm. hear what I mean? Yeah. Having yeah. I mean, I say that, which reminds me, it takes me back to the whole Justin Trudeau situation. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if... You know, if you're familiar with this, but Justin Trudeau is the the prime minister of Canada, right? Mm-hmm. And Justin Trudeau is 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 known to be a very good politician, and it's liked by many people. I think even on an international stage, he's a very mm-hmm. you know upstanding guy. Right so, so there was a I think year, last year, or the year before, 2019 or 2018, um, pictures of him, um, you know, surfed. Justin Trudeau is a white man. He's a white Canadian man. Mm. And okay. there, were, there were pictures where he went to this Arabian night party thing and he did the blackface thing. He was, I think it was, he was dressed up as Aladdin, but he had like, you know, blackface smeared all over him. That was, a, that was like a long time ago. And mm. the internet went crazy over that. Uh, right? yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The internet went nuts and it was on the news. It was a big thing. And then mm-hmm. Justin Trudeau, um, came forward and apologized and admitted to other instances where he actually had, you know, some, some other parties back in college or whatever way he had, he had, you know, done the blackface thing. And then he said that back mm. then he did not, he did not, he didn't know it any better. You know, it's just, mm. you know, it was a thing. He thought it was, it was appropriate for the party, whatever his reasoning was, but he did it. Right. So, you know, that begs the question, what do we then do with people like that? What do we don't do with people who, um, who, do things and i'm not talking about drugging women or sexually abusing women Truly. Minors. Truly. that is that is yeah, not, no. i'm talking about things like blackface i'm talking about mm-hmm. um posting uh you know something mildly racist or you know something mm-hmm. that was probably mm-hmm. not as loudly racist back 20 years ago that is really racist mm-hmm. now you know what do you do with people like that do we then cancel them because of that or do we look at these people and be like this person if you compare the person that they've become today you know in society and in the in the personal life as compared to the person they were back then um maybe this person has learned a lesson you know the, these things were done out of ignorance perhaps you know so how do we not separate that you know do we just go with this uh, egotistic activism mentality and be like no what they did was wrong they need to be canceled if you don't know you don't know Okay, exactly. you're just wrong for not knowing. Because that's exactly. also, because that's also the vibe sometimes. Like when you, when you encounter like certain views and you know certain views on social media and all of those things, you you 
or people's even people's personas with regards to you know being centered in those spaces you get the vibe that that people enjoy being you know being centered in those people enjoy you know pointing a finger at other people and it's mm. like we can't all grow at the same time yeah. yes obviously obviously not even trying to not even trying to say that people should be shit and then blame it on you know having not having grown fast enough exactly. or not you know yeah definitely not but like to a certain degree we must be realistic about the fact that just because you as an individual have exposed yourself to certain kinds of information dissected it had dialogue and did all the groundwork does not mean that the next person now must be you know punished for cannot not punished but must in some way you know be shunned you know for not mm. knowing at the rate that you've been trying to know yeah you know what i mean mm. and i think context has a lot to do with this um i think we we should be able um, as much as, of course, as much as we're trying to um, bring about a culture of accountability, which is, like mm. you said, a part of council culture, we hope. Yeah, I think the mm. idea is that it's accountability. Whatever else that's malignant that comes attached to it is is the chat we're having right now, is the reason for this chat yeah. in the first place. But Definitely. context is very important. It's very important for us to to look at a person's actions and, and you know, Let's try to be, I don't know, I like saying this, but let's try to be humans about how and, you know, when we decide to cancel a person and why we decide to cancel a person, you know, because mm. it's, it's, it's very painful. It's very painful to see that a lot of people, um, you know, lose their livelihood for, for things that they were not aware were offensive. You know, and, and all of these things happen, you know, it's, it's something that they did in the past and they've moved on from that. And, you know, and these things refer to surface because the internet never forgets. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, somebody screenshots a tweet from 2015 or 2014 and it's like, oh, yo, by the way, you you retweeted this tweet from uh, Bill Cosby and you agreed with him about something that makes See? you... Yeah, 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 it's crazy out there. <laughs> it's crazy out there, man. <laughs> Now you're affiliated with Bill Cosby, you know, and you're like, yo, mm-hmm. I didn't know Bill Cosby was doing what he was doing back then, you know. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So what do we draw the line? What do we draw yeah. the line? And that, which, this is what, on a personal level, mm-hmm. it, it, I find it really painful because I just found out, and I need to say this, I just found oh. out a couple of days ago. <laughs> a couple of days. So I don't know if you people know this, if anybody knows this, but... I love movies. You D- know this. DM him and send support. <laughs> yeah, no, send support. This is this is really great. This broke my heart. This really broke my heart. And and I'm trying to deal with it. And I'm glad we're having this episode because I hope someone out there can relate to, uh, with me. Um, you know, when it comes to this, it might not be movies only, but there's a lot of other things that people are painting over. Mm. You know the pain that cancel culture has brought and you know i'm not saying and, and i'm not saying i'm not comparing this to the pain that these people might have brought the people they abused or whatever the case might be mm. please do not get me wrong but it's very it's not easy it's not always easy mm. it's not as yourself. easy as people make it out to be it isn't it isn't yeah. and i'm saying this because i'm having this battle right now i'm having this struggle with army hammer for those of you who don't know army hammer He's an American actor who 
acted, who starred in my all-time favorite movie, right? My all-time favorite movie title, Call Me By Your Name. Love that movie to bits. I don't know I mean, in terms of watch that movie. And whenever I watch that movie, I get something out of it. You know, I connect mm. with it, bro. I love, I, you yeah. don't understand. <laughs> we are Goa. <laughs> I know, you don't understand. I, I love that Goa, movie. So. You know, you know, you know, I've told you this before. You know, for instance, how much I, I admire Cristiano Ronaldo, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and when you brought to my attention that Cristiano Ronaldo has some shady sexual offender stuff going on with him, mm, you know how that yep. movie you know? mm-hmm. I think I have, yeah, I think it's better now you know because I've, I've made peace with it but now mm. this one is worse than the ronaldo thing ronaldo i get this one this one is is tearing me apart lisa <laughs> it's tearing me apart. so let me get back so let me not lose myself so i'm so army hammer is you know if you can google that you know screenshots and voice notes have just mm. surfaced on the internet about him um i'm talking to women he's a married man you know with children but he's had a lot of affairs yeah. with other women and um, he is a cannibal apparently he likes drinking these women's blood um he, he, likes, yeah, he likes doing you know very kinky stuff with them and very sexually abusive things with these women and these women are coming forward like back when he was doing this to them they thought it, it was love because that's how many manipulative he, you know, he is and I get that. That is that is crazy. That is some demonic shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, that is some demonic shit. But that, what does that leave me what in regards to the move? He's one of the two truly, main Truly, I guess you it know? goes back to the question where we asked, is it possible to separate the art from the artist? And I think this is more of a... Hmm, it's not really more of a personal thing because genuinely... You know, there are, like you said, there's certain things that we can't enable. There's certain things we can't forgive. Like, mm-hmm. like I will, mm-hmm. what, what, what did you say this guy does? Drinking blood, I won't fit. It's like, yeah, no, he drinks, he drinks blood. That's me. It's all over there. I'm serious. Like, I will. <laughs> Truly, like, there's certain things that, that genuinely are not... There's certain things that don't have a gray area. I think... If, yeah. if, if there's any takeaway from if if anyone is unsure about maybe anything we've said, there's literally things that don't have a gray area where it's either wrong or it's right. Mm-hmm. So I feel like those kind of things, those kind of things, I'm not. I don't want to say they're not involved in cancel culture, but you have to at at a certain point of you have to look past being hurt ne? and mm. go to the place where you're like, oh, uh-uh. like, actually, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no matter how yeah. hurt you are. <laughs> yeah, like, no, the man was drinking blood. The man was drinking the blood yeah. of these women. It's, it's, crazy. it's crazy. It's crazy. But then that, that leaves me, like I said, leaves me in the position where um, I will never get to watch my favorite movie again because it's in it, you know. Do I, do I, and he was an actor in the movie, you know, so do I. How, how does that work? You know, I don't have the answer for this. And I don't think anybody has the answer. But I don't yeah, if anybody has an answer, I really appreciate. But yes. how do we then people deal with some stuff like this? You know, do yeah. you go out there in public and, and tweet away about how, you know, this person did this and that? And, you know, in your, in your private space, do you still 
jump to the remix of a of a nation. Mm, that's also the thing. That is also the thing. Are people, like I said, privately as loud about their cancels as they are in public? Mm, I know this yes. might seem like a whack ass example, but genuinely, just to show that we are all human, you know what I mean? Yeah. And we should start being in some way realistic about, you know, our approach to cancel culture. Masiti, you are in a club. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a vibe. You're with your friends. It's nice. Yeah. You are litty. It's a lit like big. And, <laughs> and a certain artist or specific artist song comes on that mm. you have publicly canceled. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now, assuming that this space is your private space because this is now you're not in a you're not in a social media space where you know people are paying attention to the fact that you are saying this this, and that now you are living your life Mm, mm, mm. you hear this song you hit your friend ah show me here's my song you stand up yeah then then when you get back you think about it but hey hey. see you know what i mean see and i feel like that situation you know might make someone realize how not cut and dry this whole cancel culture thing is how it's very possible with anything really with with anything how it's possible to make mistakes how it's possible to still be within a space of adjustment even when you have learned otherwise do you hear what i mean and The problem, the problem that I've also picked up um, with 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 people, you know, that that um, are centralized in the in these talks and and in these spaces, is the fact that even people that deem themselves as most informed about things, you know, mm-hmm. aren't always politically correct. So, yeah, that's the gag, Gengoku, because what happens is then you get the element of favoritism where instead of, you know, if if Aves, you know what I mean? If Aves, if Aves, when they're not politically correct, you don't see anyone being on some, oh no, you're wrong. Oh no, don't do this. Oh no, don't do that. It's more of a hush hush thing where let's just let it blow over so they can go back to, you know, being, you know, being that person who yeah. occupies that space of, 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 of these chats, who occupies the space of discourse. So it, it, uh, there's just a lot of loopholes. There's a lot of loopholes. We're not saying, mm, we're not saying in its entirety, cancel culture is not, is not, you know, it's not viable. It's not necessary. By all means, we should be creating spaces and a society where we hold people accountable. But my chat is, are we holding ourselves accountable to our own moral high grounds? Are we accountable for the self as we are accountable publicly and holding mm. other people accountable in cancer culture? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. I don't think I don't think and I would love to be this person who has, you know, cracked this code. This person who 
is very easy to cancel like when they separate themselves from something like nope you know and mm. that person that person even in the private space can then tell me or anybody else who is still trying to figure out how they feel about this whole situation you know and the figuring out about the situation is not about the person because mm. when a person did something wrong they they're wrong you cannot mm. i do not mm. want to associate myself with this person because of yeah. what they did but in the, in the in the context of of what they have you know given the world you know mm. you know ellen generous now was you know catching fire um do you do you do you then you know think about everything that she's done for the people through a show for instance mm. you know what would happen if there was there was a chat about oprah doing some stuff you know god mm. forbid oh oprah i oprah think there has oprah. been Oh, is there? there ha- yeah, there has been um there have been a few rumors that you know she's implicated in child trafficking. Um I think with did it have did it Yo. some, Yeah, it was child trafficking, but there was another prominent figure. I don't know if it's the is it Epstein? What's what's that guy's name? Yes. I don't know if it's in relation to that or if it's separate. Um but yeah. I have seen a few things to be said about her being involved in 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 child trafficking yeah we see that how do you then as how do we then as human beings who have been affected and affected positively by this person's works you know mm. um how do you how, how do you it, it's difficult man i don't know maybe i'm just i'm just very sentimental with the things that i've you know i've I love artistic mm-hmm. and, and you know mine is really from an artistic point of view there are yeah. certain works and there are certain certain songs there are certain movies there are certain this and that that uh, have changed my life on a personal level you know mm-hmm. but the artists behind these things have done terrible things mm-hmm. and then what happens then you know and what the point I was trying to get at is if then this person um, who is well you know knowledgeable and you know they well centered um in, in them being able to cancel these things mm. they should then be able to understand and i think context is everything like i said context and empathy is everything for you to to look at your fellow men and be like i see you struggling to cancel this person and that we should not you know make us feel like we're crazy mm. for you know struggling with detaching ourselves with the art of this Diabolical, diabolical human beings. <laughs> Hi, and what diabolical, Nyan, son? <laughs> and they're very diabolical. Uh, like the things diabolical. that you find out this thing, like, how does a person do things like that? How, does, how do you drink blood? How what do you drink people's blood? And you know what? I think I think my chat more than anything, and this is a chat that can be applied in a whole lot of um, to other topics that you know, have been brought up by people in, 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 you know, in spaces where, you know, there's dialogue. My chat is that can people, if people are really interested in knowing things and allowing other people to know things and wanting other, actually wanting other people to know things, can Mm. we allow people the space to learn in their own ways at their own pace? Mm. You get what I mean? Mm. Like, can we just mm. allow people to do that? Because what happens is that people 
want to be like i said people want to centralize themselves in you know being the people that that know and people take mm. some kind of joy in that being the ones that, that know and it must be you yeah. that one that 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 knows and you see that and you see that in the sense that even when people are engaging on certain topics on social media a person will will genuinely try to you know engage the person who started the the chat they will try to engage you yeah. ask you questions do this do that or what about this or what about that because genuinely that's what dialogue is but you will see that at a certain point in time where the person seems like they're asking too many questions or either the other person the, the one that started the chat feels in some way threatened you know for their position of knowing then all of a sudden the discussion ends so are we yeah. really interested mm-hmm. in educating people are we really interested in educating each other and having these dialogues or do we just purely enjoy being in positions of knowing and we need to we need to be very honest about londo and we need to address it you know because mm. i feel like it 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 contributes largely to one the intention of things two how realistic we we are with certain things and like you said mm. we need to look at things on a human perspective we are not perfect as human beings like i said there are people who who discourse every single day but will say something off mm. that one time do you know what i mean mm. and what they yeah. Do you get what I mean? Because why? Because I suck up perfect. So uh, exactly. I think it's just it's 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 a gray area. It's not cut and dry. That's what we're saying. It's, it's not cut and dry. And dry. And once we admit that it's not cut and dry, then we can actually, you know, relook cancel culture as a whole and see how we can make it more practical, more realistic for all parties involved. How can we learn and still hold people accountable because there needs to be space for 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 the two things we can't just say yes. hi we are cancelling and then just expect people to to follow do you get what i mean and not we can't we can't expect it to be easy it's not easy it's not easy and by all means if by all means if there is someone that thinks it is very very easy please give us the code give us <laughs> the code and like oh, give us the manual because you know we need it okay you know but need it. Um, but genuinely i i i it's not to say that we are holding we are hosting arkeli parties on the low betuna like we're not uh, <laughs> we are not truly <laughs> we are not place, hosting arkeli parties on the low and like is not hosting a movie night of that guy <laughs> it's not like that but we need to be honest we need to be honest and with so many other things it's so many i think when it comes to learning if we really are interested in learning about each other about ourselves we will give ourselves the opportunity to not leave the human element out of it we are not discourse robots okay. please mm-hmm. please betuna I say cancel culture is important, right? It is. And I appreciate everything you have said. And 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 cancel culture is important because it is a human phenomenon. Mm. And I think we're trying, we're trying to take away the human part of the phenomenon. And that's what the problem is. Mm-hmm. And it's 
we are all for cancel culture. Mm. We are all for accountability. We are all for what it stands for. Mm. But it should not be a robotic thing. Mm. And I think social media and people who are trying to drive this discourse and drive this cultural revolutions are trying to make it a robotic thing. Mm. You know, it's like they, they are they just watching, watching and waiting for someone to, to be caught out in something and they just make a big thing about it and like, yeah, cancel, 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 mm. cancel, cancel, you know? And, and so, yeah, cancel culture, all for it. But let's not, you know, subtract humanity out of it. Mm. You know, it's not, it's not cut and dry. It's not. A lot of gray areas. And I think human beings in general are just a bunch of gray area people. You know, our experiences aren't the same. Yeah, we are gray areas <laughs> as creatures. Uh, so you can't come with a cut and dry, black or white um, mm-hmm you know, approach to a lot of things. And cancel culture is one of those things. We can't just have a black and white, right or wrong, uh, right or wrong to a certain degree, yes. But, you know, the underlying things are the layers. We can't just, you know, ignore the layers that come with the right and wrong that we're trying to to cancel or, you know, otherwise. So, mm. yay. Mm, 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 mm. This and- guy drinking blood, bruh. Hey, 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 hey. Hi, Pindele, you're caught. I just go back. Hey. Good morning. <laughs> bro like that that shit is crazy like to what crazy, else is it hey, what the hell yeah what the hell <laughs> yeah, no. recording podcast episode people are drinking blood Jehovah. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my god <laughs> <laughs> my god <laughs> Hi, I always always yeah no yeah and it's not about the blood drinking it's about it's a lot more than just the blood drinking right just mm-hmm. just look it up you know when you got the chance guys look it up and read about army hammer and it's a lot mm-hmm. you know and i'm mentioning this name a lot not because of the guy you know screw the guy really screw him is what he's done to the name of this movie mm. you know that's my problem it's the art that's suffering now and the art played a big role in my life and now i have to look at it sideways and be like i want to see him on that screen you know and i guess maybe that's also where cancel culture comes from to say that how can we you know leisurely enjoy things you know from people that have done this, this and that and that's where the accountability comes from but i think like we said exactly. like we said we just need to be anything anything that is to be done is to be done with intention is to be done you know you need to be present in what you're doing and also yes. another thing about social media is that it doesn't allow you that not a lot of people are present with what they say on social media on social media not a lot of people are uh, people would like to think they're present in their politics, but <laughs> child, hmm. <laughs> hmm. 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 arguable, you know what I mean? So, I think we need to get to a point where, as much as we analyze other things and other people, we analyze our own selves, that it is not always cut and dry to live out your politics, and even if it's not politics and it's just you know normal how you feel about certain things it's not easy it's not cut and dry it isn't exactly yeah. yeah so ladies and gentlemen that is our tea that is our tea yes. for this episode engage with us 
if we feel like we need to be dragged <laughs> drag, drag us <laughs> drag us but drag us within reason drag us kindly <laughs> lay it on us educate us <laughs> educate us engage with us follow us on social media and that's the chat on instagram the makanda underscore on instagram and mr first like you know on instagram find us there talk to us you can leave us voice messages on anchor that would be lovely and we yeah. shall catch you on the flip side <laughs>